Hello. Hi. I'm Lindsay. I'm Brianna. And this is Gone Gone with the Windies. Thank you for joining us today and welcome back. We have posted two episodes this month and then we took a week off because we just didn't record. And so now... Was it this month or was it January? It was this month. We just posted them. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We posted two in a row because we posted like a couple of days after my birthday because I checked the... Oh, no. It was before my birthday because I checked the date mm-hmm. and was like, oh, we didn't post this week, but right. we'll post. We'll get this up maybe today or tomorrow. Who knows? Or next week and save it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll anyway, see. trying to be more consistent, but it's not going to be perfect. So just don't expect it to be perfect because it's not going to be. So anyway, <laughs> we are going to talk this episode about our 2022 Spotify wrapped. And we did this last year and the year before. So it's become quite a tradition at this point. Bit of a tradition. Um, which is kind of cool to like look back on. Yeah. And hear what we talked about last year when we did this. So we did listen to that episode as preparation and then have, I have part of my Spotify wrapped and Brianna has her whole Spotify wrapped um, saved. So we're going to talk about that from this past year. And then we have our predictions that we made last year. So we'll see if we were correct about those or not. And then ended off with making some predictions for the coming year. And since I don't have access to my entire Spotify wrapped, We're going to do a long intro without feeling bad about it because we've got extra time to kill. There's no need to feel bad. And it's been so long and I came up with some new ideas for things to talk about in the the morning in the intro (laughs) that it'll be It's exciting. Exciting things. It is. And we decided today that we're both like feeling motivated to record. Yes. So that's like a new, fun, exciting thing. (laughs) Um, And we're hopefully going to, I don't know, keep up. I feel like... January was like settling back into normal life. We've both been a little bit busy this month. I think March, honestly, is going to be kind of busy. But hopefully we can summon the strength because weekends are tough. I feel like if we both had like a day to rest, we get excited about recording Mm because it's like something to do and it's just like fun to talk. But if we've both been busy, like on a school day or a work day or just on the weekend, it's kind of like, that's not what I want to do right now. Feels like work. Feels like... Not, yeah, not the move. So hopefully we can find like simple, easy days here and there to throw in a recording and stay stay up to date with it because we do have some fun ideas for new episodes. But yes. anyway, with that long yes. introduction, let's get into our formal introduction. Let's get and into it. Talk about what we've been what we've been into recently. So starting off with TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. So let's do movies first because it'll be quicker. Movies. Do you have any movies to note? Uh, I only watch movies with Hodger. And I don't remember the last one we watched together. I think we watched we watched a Chinese movie called Oh shoot, what was it called? I don't remember what it was called. Fallen Angels, I think, by Wong Kar Wai. It was good. I feel like a fake film girly because I've never watched Wong Kar Wai and I didn't like it as much as like everyone gives it five stars. Everyone. Like, I was looking through the Letterboxd reviews for his other movies, and it's just, like, everyone's, like, five stars, five stars. And I was, like, I don't... I didn't not like it, but I didn't really like it enough to... I mean, I don't know. I would watch his other movies, because I think the one we watched wasn't, like, his best Mm -hmm. one. Not the one that people rave about. People rave about In the Mood for Love and Chungking Express. So I'm going to watch those eventually, but... 
honestly, that's the last movie I think I watched. I can't think of another one. Yeah. We fell off our... We were, like, watching so many movies together, like, dumb comedies. I think we ended up talking about that on one, oh, of, probably, one yeah. of the podcasts. We were still yeah. in that era, but we kind of fell off it. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Have you watched any movies? No. no. I was really trying to think of any that I've watched, and I haven't. Yeah. I kind of want to watch the Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher rom-com that came out because I've heard it's so oh. bad. Have you heard about this? No. It's called Your Place or Mine. Um, and apparently it's just bad. It's like a straight to Netflix rom-com yeah. thing. Yeah. And I think it was probably produced by Reese Witherspoon because I don't think she yeah. appears in anything that she didn't produce. I think for us, we either watch a show or if we're not watching a show, then we're watching a movie. Right. Like I'm thinking about the shows that we've recently watched and it's like we've been watching shows consistently, which means we just haven't. Like if we're in front of the TV, we're like, oh, let's watch that show. We're not like, yeah. let's watch a movie instead. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's kind of just how it ends up working out. Mm-hmm. So, so when, yeah. What have you been watching? So in terms of TV shows, I don't, did we talk about One of Us is Lying? I think we did. Okay. So One of Us is Lying was a series adaptation of a book that I read that I really enjoyed. And the series was really good. It's on Peacock. I would highly recommend it. Surprisingly good for an adaptation from a book. Cause I feel like those are like very, you and never for know. like a YA. Right. Especially on like Peacock, you know, it's not like HBO Max. Like you don't know it's going to be good. You're just like kind of see what happens um because then right after that we watched 13 reasons why yes. and watched the whole first season and then we were like we don't want to keep yeah. watching this like it was fine like the first season was fine i was like i wanted to know what happened but at the same time i did not have any interest in continuing no i was like it's just it's not honestly it wasn't fast paced enough for me it was so drawn out yeah i feel like also it could just be one season yeah, and they, they could have just, just finished like, it. They could have just added more stuff and yeah. like had it be more final. I don't yeah, know. I agree. I thought it was like the story arc was like fine. It was all fine. <laughs> I don't like, I'm not going to be recommending it to anyone. No. I'm not going to be shouting it from the rooftops. But yeah, so we watched <laughs> One of Us is Lying and then 13 Reasons Why. And currently I'm watching um, The Office, which I like was thinking about this and I'll talk about it. I'm sure I've said it a million times on the podcast, so I apologize if I've said this before, but I am such like a character person that like if I'm watching a TV show, normally either for like the first four or five seasons or the first like watch through, I'm like, okay, like this is fine. But on my second watch through, I will be so into it. And that's exactly what happened with The Office. I've seen episodes here and there like in like high school I think eventually at the end of high school or in college, I watched through everything, but it was kind of like on in the background or like I was only kind of paying attention or I didn't really care about it. So I have seen it through, but I don't really remember it. Mm-hmm. And so watching it again, I'm like, oh, now that I know the characters, it's way, way better. Also, now that I'm an adult, I don't know if that really has made a difference in it, but it's like the office environment is way more, not like relatable because I don't work in an office, but like, I don't know, I'm I'm not in high school. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it kind of is different. I'm like, oh, I know people that work in an office setting that like, maybe these are like things that are actually happening to people, which I'm sure is why it was popular because it's like literally, anyway, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It enhances it because it's like, Thinking about if I was this person experiencing that in an office setting, like that would be yes. so funny. Yeah. Whereas as a kid in high school, you're just kind of like, oh, that's that's funny because how... it's funny. Right. It's not, you know, it's yeah. just a different type of funny. Anyway. Who, who's your favorite character? Do you have one? No. Okay. I don't know. There's like things about all of them. Yeah. That are like fine. Uh-huh. I really, really remember when I watched it, I hated Michael uh-huh. because for many reasons. 
But like watching it back, like there are a lot of things he does and I'm like, <laughs> mm, maybe we don't need to say that about women. Mm. But I like, there are like the things that he does. I'm like noticing more that are like the good qualities of him. Mm-hmm. Like there was an episode at the very beginning where they showed him like handing out Halloween candy to kids yeah. at the very end of the episode. It was like 30 seconds, but it was just like, the sweetest and I was like okay like I know he has his good moments like that Mm -hmm. but it's just like I just was always focused on the other stuff so it's like Michael is like better than I thought he was originally yeah um I mean Dwight like kills me (laughs) like he's just so out of the box um like Jim obviously like Jim's like funny like his reactions are good um Honestly, Pam kind of annoys me. Really? Yeah. Like, she's, fi- she's like, better than some of the other. Yeah. Like, Stanley's chill. Phyllis is chill. <laughs> Creed's weird. Like, you know. I always love I don't have any- Kelly so much. It's, yeah, it's an interesting, like, dynamic. <laughs> I love Kelly and I love Oscar. Oh, Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oscar's good. <laughs> oh, my God. It's interesting watching it with you. Um, I didn't realize how many episodes Mindy Kaling wrote. Like, I knew that she oh. was kind of one of the main creators, but it's, like, really cool seeing that. And yeah. I'm also watching the mini project, and it's just, like, so funny. Yeah. I have not seen the mini project. That's, like, one of the shows I just haven't gotten around to watching. I don't have anything against it. I'm not, like, I don't want to watch that. I just, like, haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. Same with Game of Thrones. That's what's on my docket, I think, after <laughs> I finish Office, because I just, like, need to watch it, I feel like. I don't yeah. need, I know it's good. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against it. I just haven't. Yeah. gotten around to watching it yet anyway so in terms of shows and then we could devote a whole freaking episode to the last of us you if know. you know you know and i can't put any spoilers because when i say if you are not currently watching the last of us on hbo max like seriously after this episode is done watch it because if you don't have hbo max let me know i'll send you our password right or find it from someone else i don't right. care or stream it illegally online i don't care i support that right or get HBO Max. I don't... It's yeah. like, what, 10 Sign up for a free trial. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, you should watch it. So if you don't know, which you probably know, but if you <laughs> don't know, The Last of Us is a zombie apocalypse video game that came out a few years ago. And the storyline of it is just absolutely phenomenal. We watched our cousin Haley play it through over quarantine. And it was so much fun to watch. Like, I don't dislike watching video games in general, but this storyline is just like literally incredible and so it was so fun to watch her play through it and so we can't we know what's gonna happen at the end I started watching like halfway through watching her play it and so they came out with a tv show version of it and it is just like literally everything I could have wanted it I don't, I'm not even like a huge like crazy fan for the game like I loved watching her play it but I was like oh that's cool they're making a show of it and now I'm like so uh, like I'm unwell and, and you like know obsessed what? with it. It makes sense because you know the characters. No, literally. And like, you're already attached to them. Yes. And I think also somewhat knowing what's going to happen is like makes it more intriguing because yes. you're like, oh, I how wonder how are they going to get there? How yeah, what are they going to change? Like what's going to be exactly the yeah. same? It's like watching a show from a book. It's right. like it's so interesting just to <laughs> see, you know how it's going to play out, yeah. but it's interesting to see how they get there and Earlier, like the things they change. Lindsay kept saying, "Oh, I wonder if that'll be the same as the book." And then she had to be like, "Oh, I mean the video game. Sorry." Yeah, I kept saying book on accident instead of <laughs> video game. Um 
But yeah, so seriously, like it is not like a zombie show. It is like there's there wasn't even any zombies in the last episode. It was just yeah. it comes on every Sunday at nine o'clock. There have been six episodes so far. They're like an hour plus. So if you want to do it this week, watch one episode a night, and then by the time <laughs> Sunday rolls around, you'll be right on track. This is your assignment. And please text me during it. I've watched every single one of them. Well, except the first one, like when it came out, and the one for the Super Bowl weekend. I didn't realize it came out on Friday, but mm-hmm. like at nine o'clock when it comes out on Sunday. Because I and I, I'm not gonna talk about it. Maybe we could do like honestly a whole episode on it or like right. a good chunk so we have of an no episode. Spoilers, like if yeah, like wanna... at the very end of mm-hmm. the season, we can just talk about the whole thing. But yeah, and then yeah, It'd if you if you haven't seen it, then you should you know not listen and watch it first and then come back and listen. But like yeah. truly, like the acting, the script, the cinematography is so interesting because it's like 20 years past like basically the zombie apocalypse. So like it's just this weird world. Okay, anyway, I have to stop. Otherwise, I'll go on forever. Yeah, could you shut up? Okay. I was kidding because I can't. You leave the podcast. Oh, go. well. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's going to be wrapping up TV shows, I guess. I don't think there's anything else that I'm watching other than Mini Project. I'm kind of always watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. I just typically get through one episode a week. So it'll be a few years before I finish it. Right. I'm on season four. I think Perfect. there's like eight or nine. It's crazy because they're like 30 minute episodes, 10 episodes per season. I don't know why it takes me so long. Anyways, doesn't matter. It's a mystery. Um, unsolved mystery. So yeah, that's all for TV shows. What else? Uh, you have the notes. So that, oh wait, I also have the notes right in front of They're me. literally on her phone right. in front of her. Uh, I forgot about that. Sorry. Uh, books. Got any any books to talk about? I know right. you've read a few lately because yeah, you were so a little sick girl. Here's the thing. I was off my reading grind. And I am a... I've finally admitted to myself. I'm a binge reader. I can't read books... Finally admitted it to myself. ...if I don't read them all at once. And it's, like, something I'm honestly trying to, like, change about myself because I want to, like, read a little bit every day, you know? Like, you could read a book in a week if you read a little every day. But I'm the type of person where it's, like, if a book is too scary if it's too long or if it if I don't think I'm gonna be like super into it scary no no no. like like intimidating (laughs) is the right word okay in terms of like length or if I just know it's gonna be like honestly if I know it's gonna be a well-written book Mm -hmm. that I'm not gonna just like gobble up if I'm gonna have to think during a book it's like I have to mentally prepare for that yeah for instance the book thief is what I'm currently reading and I've been reading it for a couple weeks. I know it's a phenomenal book. It is. I'm very, I like it a lot. Like I'm about halfway through now. Um, but it's just taking me forever to get through it. Cause I read like a little bit at a time, like at night or like here and there sporadically. So I put a pause on that. Cause that was feeling overwhelming for me to read that much of that book at one time. And on Friday when I stayed home from school, cause I was sick, I, one of my holds on Libby became available. So Libby is this app where you can like connect your library card and then you can get ebooks from the library um, or audiobooks from the library. So I got this book and then downloaded it to my iPad so I could read it on my iPad. What book? Obviously. This book is called The Do-Over by Lynn Painter. And this was an interesting So here Okay. I don't <laughs> like books that are supposed to be realistic fiction or mm-hmm. romance, but then have like some weird element thrown in. For example, there's a Colleen Hoover book called Layla, and she's a ghost. 
Mm-hmm. And it's about how her soul left her body and went into someone else. And that's the person that her ex fell in love with. And then she like traded souls with the girl at the end and then became in love with him again because it was her soul that he was actually in love with. Mm. I don't like it. It's mm. weird. It's paranormal. I just don't, I don't know. I don't like it. So this book, this girl, literally Groundhog Day situation. She relives uh-huh. Valentine's Day a bunch of times. And I was kind of like... Can we just put the Groundhog Day thing right. to rest? And like all things considered... It was a good book. Yeah. And like at the end, I was like, okay, like, yeah. Did I read it from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. laying in bed the whole time, not getting up to do anything? Yes. Right. And what about it? Like, <laughs> but it was, I don't know. Like, I, I wouldn't go around recommending this book. Mm-hmm. It was good. I just like, it's really hard for me to get over those types of things. Yeah. Where it's like, as soon as she woke up, and was like, wait, it's February 14th again? Ugh. I was like, no. no. Like, why are you going to do me like this? But wait, did you not know that that was the plot? I don't look up plots of books okay. before I read them. This was recommended on TikTok. And so I was like, okay. Yeah. And it's an author of a book that I read that I really liked. So what I was book? like, better than the movies. Better than this the is movies. a YA romance yeah. I liked. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it'll be another good book like that. And honestly, I was swooning for the guy. Sure he was, oh my gosh. But anyway, <laughs> um... So that's, I read that on Friday morning and then I was like, you know what? I'm feeling inspired. Let mm-hmm. me read another book. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, none of my other books were like available on Libby. So I read Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid, which is an author who wrote Daisy Jones and the Six, Malibu Rising, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Like she's got a solid, I was about to say discography. Repertoire? What's it called? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. A solid chunk of books that she's written that are very popular and I like them. They're well-written. They're like enjoyable, whatever. So I picked this one up. It's about a tennis player. Mm -hmm. It's a historical fiction about a tennis player who like rose through the ranks and was number one and then retired at age 30. And now seven years later, she is, there's another girl who has as many Grand Slam titles as she does. And Mm -hmm. so she's like, oh my God, she's about to beat my my record. And so she's like, I got to go back. I got to claim my record back. Okay. So it's like the journey of her like training again and also tells her story from the past, like her rising through the ranks and whatever. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting for someone who doesn't care about tennis at all. I was like <laughs> very intrigued by the way it was written. Yeah. Um, I would recommend that book, honestly. Like I think I gave it four stars, maybe even four and a half. Like it was like very interesting. The dynamics between her and her dad were really interesting and the way she like thought about stuff was really interesting kind of reminded me of myself because she was like perfectionist competitive all that stuff Mm -hmm. but that was an interesting book so I read that also on Friday Hmm. and then on Saturday I was like looking because then I started getting into the Libby thing I was like fine let me just find more books that I can put on hold and get so I was looking for a book by Elin Hildebrand because she has written a bunch of books. Actually, I went through I went through Shruti's Goodreads and mm-hmm. saw that she had like read a bunch of her books. Mm-hmm. And I've heard good things from this girl I follow on Instagram. So I was like, let me see if she's got any good books. So I looked on Libby and one of hers that was available was called Hotel Nantucket. And it's like this girl sitting on a beach. So I'm like, okay, beachy vibes, simple, probably a silly little romance. Whoa, I was wrong. Um, it was like 400 something pages. I read it all on Saturday night. Was it good? So... Yeah, like it was actually it was actually pretty good, and I wasn't expecting it to be like phenomenal, but it had like a solid storyline. Like it wasn't a romance. There was like romantic aspects of it, but it wasn't a romance. It was about how this guy bought a hotel on Nantucket and then hires this girlie to like 
run it and manage it and then it's like about who she hires and they all have a little backstory and you like get bits and pieces of information about their backstories and like where they come from and all this other stuff that happens on top of that there is a ghost subplot oh i'm like what is (laughs) happening with me picking these books that have freaking paranormal stuff in them um so that kind of got me because i was just like "Eh." like why do we need that yeah and it did contribute to the story a little bit it was a minor subplot i would say Mm -hmm. so did it throw me off the whole book no because it wasn't the main plot but i just was like it didn't feel necessary and like i Mm -hmm. get it but i also just like i just i just think it's dumb and like (laughs) i'm like oh open your mind no i don't care i just think it's dumb and like i'm allowed to never tell you to open your mind well thank you well okay thank you you (laughs) anyway so hotel nantucket i read and I think I gave it four stars. The storyline was actually pretty good. The writing was fine. It was engaging. It was interesting. It was not what I thought it was going to be, but like in a good way. Mm-hmm. Didn't like the ghost subplot, but that's all I'll say about that. Okay. Also, I'm trying to be better about posting on my book Instagram. Ooh, give her a little plug. Lynn's.lib. Short it. for Lindsay's library, but L-I-N-S dot L-I-B. Mm-hmm. Um, so go follow that if you want to keep up with like what I'm reading. I'm going to try and do a review of all the books I read. Like every mm-hmm. book, I'm just going to like post about it because I get kind of self-conscious to talk about the books that I read because I feel like my opinions like don't really matter, which is true. They don't like who cares, but <laughs> like the dumb romances I read, you know, I just like sometimes get self-conscious about that. So Aww. I'm trying to be better about just being like, who cares? Yeah. Um, also, there's a lot of people that likes those, like those books, which is why they're popular. Exactly. Also, who cares? Anyway. Yeah. So one, who cares? Two, there's a lot of people that like those books. Three, Three who, cares? who cares? Right. Um, I apologize. I just talked for like 10 minutes straight about books. No. But... No need to apologize. That's my, that's my recent in books. And I'm getting back into reading. Yeah. And I feel good about that. And I feel excited about that. That's awesome. And I'm glad that Libby is playing a part in it because the, the holds thing will hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. And I'm also kind of like, well, now it's off hold. I have to start reading it. Yeah. And then I start reading. I'm like, I have to return it in two weeks. It has to get finished. So I think that will honestly help me a lot with my problem of like reading books, but then not actually finishing them or like reading and then like not wanting to start another book so I can like be better about reading a little bit every day. Did you find it difficult to um, transition to reading on your iPad? No, okay. it's just different. Yeah. Um, honestly, I just know that's something you've mentioned before is that you prefer to have the physical book. Yes. And I don't know. I'm like kind of on the fence now. Mm-hmm. I think I will be happy with a good mix of both. Yeah. I like the convenience of not having to go to the library to get the book. Yeah. Like that's really nice. I also do like having a little library of physical books. Yeah. So it's like I'm trying to kind of weigh it, but I'm also like... I could read a book like The Do-Over and be like, it was fine. I don't need it in my personal library. Done. Yep. I don't already have it. Yep. Hotel Nantucket. It was fine. I don't need to have a copy of it in my personal library. Yeah. So I'm trying to like go back to having my library be books that I would loan to friends. Mm-hmm. And if I'm like, that book was fine, but I wouldn't recommend it. Like there's no point in having it on my shelf. If I'm yeah. not going to read it again and I don't want to recommend it to anyone to read again, like there's no point in having it. Yeah. So I got rid of like 40 books the other day, actually. At the end of the year, um, I just put them outside our apartment and posted on our page, and like all of them got taken. Except for. Shut up, don't worry about it. <laughs> the Fall in Our Stars and Treasure Island. Treasure Island. Which is so funny. That but combo is just so funny. It's such a funny combination. But yeah, so anyway, I'm trying to be yeah. more intentional with like the books that I own 
Yeah. So, and honestly, I know what type of books I'm going to like. Yeah. And so, I like, if I'm like, oh, I know I'm going to love that book, it makes sense to go out and buy. Like, the new Emily Henry book, I will be purchasing a copy of. When is that out? April. Ooh. What is it called? Uh, Happy Place. Happy Place. Yeah. I really, I really do want to read those books. You should. I'm going to. I want to read the beach. I want to read Beach Read again before you read it so that you can (laughs) say everything that's happening and it'll be fresh in my head. Okay. I've also already reread People We Meet on Vacation. Okay. Which is, I think that's the only book I've ever reread. Wow. Besides like The Great Gatsby. Reread in the past couple years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. People We Meet on Vacation. But like, honestly, they're both, People We Meet, it's just, they're just different vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Book Lovers was also really good. Yeah. So you should read that one too. Yeah. I'm down to try a little romance. Yeah. Also, Book Lovers or Beach Read was good because it was, again, like a kind of a different plot. It wasn't just about the romance. Yeah. Like, I can kind of categorize my books by like a strong just romance. That's all it is. There's like romance with some other elements in it. Mm-hmm. Or it's like other, other things plus a romance. Mm-hmm. So there's like three groups. And I would put that one in the middle. Like romance is like the main thing that happens. But there's other things going on as well. Yeah. Yeah. In that they have lives and they intertwine, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway, in a good way. Like the middle category is like a really solid category of romance for me. Because it's like, I like reading about the other stuff, but then it's also fun to read about the little romance. So. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, books for Um, you? Um, I haven't really been reading. All right. Fair. But I was reading a book on your iPad on Hoopla because, okay, Hoopla is like Libby, except you can't transfer it to kindle which is kind of annoying but they have so many more titles like they have so much available it's insane do you connect your library card yeah oh so i connect to my richmond library card and like so many not like obscure but like christian books that not a lot of people read mm-hmm. that i just can't find on libby i've yeah. been able to find there so i um, i've actually noticed that about libby there have been a couple books i've looked up and i'm like why do they not have this book it's really weird or they'll have the audiobook and not the actual book yeah and i'm like this is interesting and it me. confuses me because i have three different library cards connected and so i'm like how do they just not have these but i think it yeah. i mean i think they have them physically yeah they just don't have the digital copy the whole digital copy thing confuses me a lot because yeah, i'm like it's how weird. is this not just available like right i don't get i it. mean it's like movies i just don't get it exactly what do you mean it's like movies how are movies not available everywhere it's a digital copy of something why is it not just available everywhere right i i guess i mean specifically like the number of titles that they have to loan yeah out. that confuses me because technically when i put my kindle on airplane mode I'm still able to have it on yeah. my th- device. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, it's like... It's not yeah. relevant. It's not relevant. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Yeah. So I'm still reading... Uh, I actually started reading The Artist's Way, which I bought like a year ago. And it's a whole like 12-week thing where you do the morning pages and the artist date. I haven't been doing it. Um, oh, okay. But I was about to ask, have you been doing that? No. <laughs> Um, I think I need to start over because it's a whole thing where you're supposed to answer these prompts every week and it's like not just the morning pages and everything and like there's a little chapter to read every week. I just haven't been doing it. I did it for the first week sort of and then kind of fell off but and then I'm also reading that book. um, I think I talked about it last time. I've already forgot what it's called. Something about how the Bible actually works. Yeah. So that is what I'm reading. But I've mostly been knitting. That's been my main source of um, yeah. doing things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird way of explaining that. 
<laughs> my main source of doing things. Do you lately. have anything on hold at Libby? I think so, but it's like so many weeks away. Let me check. That's how mine is, and I'm sad because I tried to like spread them out a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm just getting impatient. <laughs> oh wow, I have five holds. Oh, I have if we were villains, but I <gasps> pretty sure you have a copy of that. Uh, I think Haley's. Right, right I think that's why I put it on hold. That's two weeks away. Oh, so that book is so good. <laughs> I'm 16th in line. I started 42nd, so that's kind of crazy. Um, I have Cleopatra and Frankenstein on hold. I don't know. I think I saw that recommended on TikTok. The Atlas Six. Yeah, absolutely. You do. That's, that's nine so weeks good. away. A Certain Hunger. Oh my God. I also and have tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> 13 weeks one. away. When did you start that? When did January you 6th. Wow. I placed that hold. I'm 604th in line. Wait, st- which library card? Because uh, mine is from Henrico and I'm only 337th in line. But they only have 34 copies in use. So Mine is from Fairfax and I am a, it says about th- 13 weeks wait and Henrico says 21 weeks wait and Richmond Public Library says several months wait. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have The House Across the Lake, which is a thriller. And this girl, so this girl, Haley Pham, I've been following on like YouTube for a while, mm-hmm. but she recently, like two years ago, got really into reading. And so like all her videos now are book videos. Mm-hmm. And I don't watch a lot of book videos because I'm like, I have a very particular type of book I like to read. And like, I don't know, but I've realized after watching all of her reviews that she has like almost the exact same sense in books that I do. Like all the stuff she says about books, I'm like, yes. And she's like, it was fine, but this, I'm like, yes. Mm -hmm. So I feel like all of her recommendations I'll just love because we just have like the same sense of everything. So she recommended this thriller, The House Across the Lake. So I'm really excited to read it. Uh Um, I have a different Ellen Hildebrand book, 28 Summers, which this one's like one of the more famous, the more famous one, I think. Okay. Um, the Cruel Prince, which was again recommended by that YouTube girl. It's a YA fantasy, which I'm like interested about because I'm not super into fantasy, but I could see myself getting into fantasy. Should read that when we watch Game of Thrones. Oh, true. Just Nine Liars, which is the truly devious fifth book that recently came out. Mm -hmm. Um, How many weeks away do you have of that? Just nine. Oh yeah. It's not like a super famous. I think people also have forgotten about it because it's like the fifth book. Another book called Nora Goes Off Script, which is a romance that I'm sure I'll be obsessed with. Another thing by that YouTube girly. Archer's Voice, which I've seen like all over TikTok, but it just has a stupid cover, so I haven't it. It looks like a it. Colleen Hoover cover. Yes, it does, but Ugly. it's not. Lessons in Chemistry. I've seen so much about yeah, that. Yeah, which I've heard a lot about, so I put that one on hold. And Tomorrow, Tomorrow, and Tomorrow. How many weeks do you have for that? 20? Yeah, 20. I just placed it uh-huh. literally yesterday, so. Wow. But yeah. So anyway... Those are the books I have on hold. I'm very excited. I feel like Libby will hopefully help me, like, be better. I already talked about that. Doesn't yeah. Matter. Anyway, be better about next. reading them in a timely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because especially, I'm trying to get books on there that I, like, either romance books that I'll, like, happily read in a day. Because mm-hmm. I don't have enough, like, romance waiting for me on my shelf, unfortunately. I have no more left to read because I read all of them. <laughs> um, and I'm trying not to buy too many books because I don't need them. I can just use Libby or, like... Look on Hoopla for anything okay, that you I will. didn't find on Libby. I will. I didn't know that. Um... But yeah, okay. So, intro to the episode. We're not going to do <laughs> albums or music because that's what the whole rest of the episode is going to be about. Yeah. But we can talk about a new category I've decided to Ooh. add, which is grocery store items. So, if you shop at Trader Joe's, for example, you know they have like very specific items and they're like seasonal and they're very fun and different. And I love talking about my Trader Joe's finds. Aldi is the other grocery store we go to because it's right next to our apartment. Um, 
also has like really interesting like weird things that they like come up with randomly or come out with and it's just like it's it's just interesting i'm like i feel like we always have like some new item that we're talking about yep or a new type of candy or like snack or something so i thought it'd be fun every week to just be like have there been any new items that we've been like into or just talk about a grocery item that we've loved in the past so brianna what would you, you can talk about one first what do you think uh uh we haven't been to trader joe's in a long time it's been a while um, my Trader Joe's go-to, I feel like we maybe have talked about it before, Crunchy Curls. The crunchy, crunchy Curls, curls yeah. are these curly snacks. They're literally the most bland things you've ever tasted in your life. It's lentil and potato. Right. And I'm obsessed with them. Like, I yeah. just love the way they feel in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I could eat so many of them in one sitting. It's yeah. actually, it's alarming. Yeah. Um, so that's my... I think that's kind of just my every all the time fixation that I'm yeah. always gonna have. I'm never gonna let that go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll talk about Nerds Gummy Clusters. Oh, please. Which they're like they blew up on TikTok. Like I feel like I saw people randomly on TikTok like loving them, and yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. I, I don't care. Like I, that's fine. <laughs> and like I ended up eventually seeing them at CVS, and we went to get candy, and I was like, wait, I want to try these. Like I'm sure they're good. It's literally just like Nerds outside of a gummy. Like how can that not be good? And then ate them, realized they were good. We do live walking distance to a CVS, so catch me at that CVS once a week buying my Nerds Gummy Clusters. Did you ever have the Nerds Rope? No. You never had that? No, I don't think so. Oh my gosh. I would get it like at the movie theater. Yeah. Um, they're really hard to find now. Like You have to order them online if you want them. Because I think the clusters have kind of replaced that, yeah. and it's like that's all people want right now, so right. that's all yeah. you're going to get, but they're so good. Yeah. I would probably... I mean, I like the, the rope. It's just... The rope feels insane. Yeah. It's just a long rope of the gummy clusters. So you feel a little crazy eating it, but like you're probably eating the same amount if you eat a whole bag of gummy clusters. Yeah, yeah. It just feels better. Yeah. Maybe that's why it works. Yeah, probably. It's like literally buying like a bite-sized version of something versus like the whole size. It like feels better. Like donut holes versus donuts. You know, like are you really, is it less? (laughs) No. No. It's It's equivalent. It's just a different way. It's a different format of eating it. Um, Different road to the same destination. Right, right. So let's stop there. (laughs) Brianna, guess how long it's been. Give me a prediction. 25 minutes. 34 minutes. Shut up. I was about to (laughs) curse. So sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we can, we don't have, honestly, I don't have that much to say about Spotify. So let's just do it. Did you explain what happened? No. So... (laughs) let's just settle in and let's just decide this is going to be a longer episode. Yeah. I don't want to like rush through it. No. And I don't want to like stop recording. I also don't have that much to share about mine, but okay, cool. Yeah. So basically when we came to record like three weeks ago or whenever it was, we were going to do our Spotify wrapped. We were like, this is exciting. Like it's topical. Cause it was at that point still January. <laughs> um, and I went to find my Spotify wrapped and it was gone. Now, Perhaps I'm the only one who was unaware that your Spotify wrapped goes away. Like the only thing that stays on the app itself is your like top songs playlist, which I guess is fair, but I'm also like, why? Like, why does it? And it was also still January. Yeah. So I was like, they're really going to take it away in January. Like I would understand like after a couple months maybe, but like mm-hmm. January. Anyway. And so- it's also weird because it's like, there's no good answer for when it disappears. Like it really yeah. de- apparently depends on your account. And so it's like, what, 
Yeah. I don't know. So I still feel like maybe if we reached out to Spotify support, they could have like done something, but I yeah, don't know. Yeah, did not have energy for that. Yeah, fair so, enough. So anyway, Brianna was smart and took screenshots of all of her stuff. I think I maybe did at the time and then like sent them or like just had them and then deleted them because I was like, oh, I don't need these. Like if I want it, I'll just go back on the app because I have a bit of a storage problem on my phone, but that's neither here nor there. So <laughs> I deleted them. All I have is the top five songs and the top five artists, which at this point, that's enough to talk about. I have made my peace with it. Plus it's like our predictions were just for that. Right. You know, we didn't didn't know what Spotify was going to do with like what type of of listener you are, whatever that, your aura. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, that being said, I only have that information, but it's fine. I was really mad when it first happened. So we literally didn't, that's how we recorded the books episode Mm -hmm. because I was like so annoyed and frustrated at Spotify. And I was like, I don't want to do that right now. Like, I feel like I'll just be mad. So now we're back. You know, we've simmered for a few weeks and yeah. So now I'm feeling confident about that. Also, we've been talking for 30 minutes already. So like, even if we only talk for like 20 or 15, it's not a big deal. Um, so yeah, I, Here's our agenda for the episode today <laughs> um, in terms of Spotify wrapped. Starting off with genres or other info. So this is going to be Brianna sharing all the stuff that she has access to that I don't have access to. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll share top artists, top songs, and then our predictions for next year. And in that time, we'll talk about how our predictions from last year compared and stacked up. So yeah. feel free to share any information about your Spotify wrapped if you want to, if you use Spotify on our Instagram or just send it to us. I just think it's so interesting to see it who is. everyone listens to. Especially when people you don't know share it on Instagram. I'm like so intrigued. I'm like, oh, I had no idea you listened to this type of music. Or like people that have the same top artists as me. I'm like, ma'am, we should be best friends. Like I did not know you listened to the same people that I do. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. um, I'm going to hand over the reins because I feel like I've just been talking everyone's ears off. So <laughs> Brianna, you can talk about all the information that you have that I don't have. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, and I apologize a little bit because <laughs> not a lot, but a little bit. I think that I knew it was going to disappear in January. So that's why I screenshot it. And I think I meant to say that to you and I just didn't. You honestly might have. And I just didn't. I mean, think about yeah, it. there's always that chance, but I also think I definitely did screenshot it at first and then I just deleted them. So like, maybe mm. you asked like, Oh, do you have screenshots? And I was like, yeah, I do. Mm. But then I just didn't realize I like couldn't delete them. Yeah. Anyways, doesn't matter. It's in the past. My top genres from this year. So, so similar. I, I think it's like exactly the same as last year. Pretty much. Indie pop, pop, stomp and holler, indie rock, and indie soul. Okay. Mine, I know we compared them. Yeah. I know I had indie pop. I think that was my top because it's always my top. Yeah. Indie rock, probably. Yeah. Probably rock something or other. Probably. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It's like the same words repeated over and over. I had indie, I had pop, and I had rock. Yeah. Pretty much. So, yeah. Pretty similar, actually. I don't really have much to say about that. That is just accurate. If you want to hear a deep dive on the Spotify genres, go to our Spotify episode <laughs> from two years ago. Oh, my god! Because we, like, really dug into all the genres, how they come up with them and everything. Uh-huh. Which is kind of interesting because we literally were talking about how we have no idea what any of the genres are and what they mean. And so mm-hmm. we're, like, looking it up. And there actually were lots of answers. And now you can like categorize your music. There's like apps you can go on or websites to Mm. put in your Spotify and it'll like put your music into categories based on genre. I also feel like Spotify has gotten more open about it because it'll be like your indie mix, your rock mix, Mm -hmm. your so-and-so mix. So you can like see which ones are which, obviously. I love those made-for-you playlists. I found one today called Cello Mix. I was like... Girl, we got to... 
at the end of this episode, maybe we can have like an extra five minute section just talking about those because those are so funny, but we'll save it. Yeah, we'll save it. Um, So next I'd like to share with you my audio day. Slay. According to Spotify, my nights, French cafe, hopeless, romantic, dot, dot, dot. That's the only one here that has an ellipses. So, okay. Um, My afternoon, wistful, yearning, exciting. And my mornings, I guess I could have done that the opposite way, but I went from night to morning. My mornings would be considered melancholy, moody, and mellow. I like the alliteration there. Mornings, melancholy, moody, mellow. Um, Yeah, I guess they just looked at what type of music I listened to at what time of day. I feel like it's really all the same. I was about to say, I feel like I listen to the same stuff like all day long. Like sometimes in the morning it's chiller, but like normally when I'm going to work... Yeah. Oh my god, I gotta wake myself the heck up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not listening to melancholy, moody, mellow stuff. But also, like, are these words not all synonyms? Like, romantic, oh, yeah. yearning, mm-hmm. melancholy, moody. Like, that's, yeah. that's you're saying the same word over and over again. It's a bit redundant. Anyways, um, my minutes listened, 34,440. Oh, I actually have that. Oh, nice. Share your stats. <laughs> just showing Brenda a meme she sent me of um, <laughs> the kid from Stranger Things. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, flipping off the camera. The strangest thing is that nobody asked. <laughs> and I was going through my pictures with you to try to find my Spotify uh-huh. and came across this and saved it. I sent that to you because you always song. say that to me. Yeah. Oh, did did I ask? And I Dude, feel like, you, don't you say that to your students too? No, I don't say it to my students. One of them got me with it. And I'm just going to sidebar and tell the story because oh no. I literally was like, while you're mind. teaching, they no, said, no, 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 no. I didn't ask. No. It was, oh, my kid does say that. Wait, yeah, different. Say, this is a different story. Yeah. So I was in fourth, fourth grade grant, which uh-huh. is like the after school program that I'm like a substitute for. So I was doing that with fourth graders. So it's kids I knew last year. So it's like, I know these, like, they're like my friends at this point. Like, it's not like, I know, I know them and they know me. They know I'm like chill, you know? Yeah. Um, one of them, I was like saying something and one of them said something about who, and I was like, who? And he was like, yeah, who? And I was like, who, what do you mean who? And he said, who asked? Oh, and I was like, are you freaking kidding me right now? I literally got him and I said, are you serious? <laughs> and then the kid next to him was just like eyes wide. And I'm like, no, I was like, sir, you can say that to your friends. Please don't say that to a teacher. Like, that's not Okay. And one of his friends like said the same thing. He's like, "Dude, you can't say that type of stuff That's to a teacher." So and funny. I was like, "Honestly, it was hilarious." And yeah. like, I knew the kid, so I wasn't like too mad about it. He's not like a mean kid. Yeah. But I was literally caught so off guard. I was like, "Be so for real right now." Like, this is not happening. Anyway, that's but my it, story about that. Wow. Um, thirty thousand minutes. I have. Cool. So yeah, pretty similar. Surprisingly comparable, considering that I don't listen to music at all during the day because of school. Hmm. I think it's your commutes. Probably. I mean, yeah, that's only an hour a day. I go very back and forth between listening to music all day and not listening to it at all. That's true. I don't know. It's it's a it's weird. Okay, I have to talk about this Please. while we're on this slide. So many people on Twitter were sharing their minutes listened to, and it was like eighty thousand to a hundred thousand, and they were all making the same joke of like, my listen count is so high because I can't be alone with my thoughts. And I was like. Okay. Weird flex. Yeah. <laughs> Weird flex. That's and like definitely Twitter vibes. Oh yeah, it's it's big big Twitter. Um yeah, but it's just it's just like I I don't get it. I feel like so many people were sharing this 
slide and being like, oh, whoa, what? I listen to 60,000 minutes of music. It's like, cool. That's awesome. Like, I'm yeah, very I happy for I you. I know. People flex about how much they listen to it. And I'm like, I, like literally it's nobody just, cares. Just, just be normal. It's just music. Just don't be weird about it. It's okay. I don't know. It just annoyed me. Anyways, um, so my top song of the year was As It Was by Harry Styles. Date Most Listened, April 4th, 2022. I don't know how many... I wish it told me how many times I listened to it on that day. My total streams was 158. Oh my gosh. I was... When I tell you that's the only song I was listening to for like a week straight, I'm not kidding. Yeah. It was in April. It was right after it came out. I listened to it with Lily like the whole time we were driving that day when I visited her. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm not like a songs on repeat type of person. Really? I'm an albums on repeat type of person. Oh, yeah. 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 I get that. Because I'm worried that if I listen to a song too much, I'm going to get sick of it. Really? Yeah. Like, and I don't want that to happen. So Mm -hmm. here's the thing. When I would make playlists of songs for like the season, Mm -hmm. it'd be like 20 songs. Yeah. So that was my like form of like repeating a song and listening to it over and over again was I would be in a group of 20 songs and I would listen to those songs like over and over again. Yeah. And then I'd start to get sick of them that I liked a lot. And I was like, I don't want this to happen. (laughs) That just doesn't happen to me, but I get that. I mean, it doesn't happen to me either. Anymore because that. I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. But like, I still do that every month. Like, I create a playlist of songs that I want to listen to on repeat and just listen to them. Yeah, a playlist, not one song at a time. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I do that, mm, like the playlist thing. Yeah. I just don't put a single song on repeat. Literally. Okay. Just personally. Yeah. Is it down? Are we back to the top songs now? Yeah, we're back to the top songs. I I'm think that mad. was. I'm mad that I cared so much. I should have just looked at. Oh what wait, I was there missing. was. I mean, do you want? I yeah. think there's like one other I slide. Okay. Um, my listening personality is the adventurer. It says you're a seeker of sound. You venture out into the unknown, searching for fresher artists, deeper cuts, newer tracks, especially gems yet to be found. Um, feels untrue considering my top artists. Are no, hair- no, because you listen to your Discover Weekly every week, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, but it's one. just funny that it says this when it's like my top artists are Harry Styles and Taylor Swift, like the most famous people in the world. They're like, you're trying to get away from being so horrifically basic that uh-huh. you are seeking new people. Yes, that is what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and then at the bottom they say <laughs> these four words. Exploration. Slay. Newness. Slay. Variety. Slay. Uniqueness. So uniqueness um it's then enneagram type four then it it says envu because that is because a, that's that that's the acronym but i'm like okay why are why? they trying to be like myers-briggs I, I guess oh wait yeah i bet that's what it was oh i wish i had mine oh, that would be funny to compare it oh well they're probably totally different because i don't do that right all right should we let's do do you want to do artists or songs first um let's do songs let's and do then songs, artists because we, we have the predictions, the predictions. It's Blue. seamless transition. All right. Transition. Oh, you know what we could add to our intro is recipes we've been loving. Recipe rotation. Let me add that. Yeah, we have our recipe rotation. Um, <laughs> sorry, um, I just like started talking and then I started typing and I cannot yeah. do two things at once. Yeah. Recipes we've been loving. <laughs> so we have a note on our phone because there's like certain recipes, you know, that you make over and over again or you things know. that you like to make and eat. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like we would go through ruts where we would just like forget them. Or there'd be, like, three that we never forget, but then, like, mm-hmm. five that we do forget. And so I was like, why don't we just make a note that has all of them on there? So if we're like, what should we eat? We can just look at all the recipes we like to eat, which yeah. is, like, this is literally a recipe book. 
as I'm just as I'm saying, it is a personal collection of recipes you like to make. Yeah. It is not a novel idea no. by any means. But it's just on a note and now just, we have it. So anyway, we can add that to our little intro section so we can talk about any meals we've been loving. And then if there's recipes, mm-hmm. we can link them somewhere or tell you what to search on your phone mm-hmm. so you can make the recipes too. Yeah. Keep in mind we're pescatarian, so we only will be eating fish or vegetarian stuff. But okay, songs. Did you want to go first? So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Four of mine are from a Wallows album. Yeah. Um, which might give you a hint as to my top artist. So, well, <laughs> Wallows released an album this year, and it was really good, and I saw them in concert twice. So, unsurprisingly, they're my top <laughs> artist, and four of their songs from that album are my top five <laughs> songs. So, it's not really that interesting, because I literally just listened to that album so many times. In preparation for the concerts and also just because I like them. Yeah. So number five was I Don't Want to Talk. Number four is At the End of the Day. Three is Guitar Romantic, Search Adventure, which that is like an incredible song. Her favorite. And number one was Marvelous, which is my top song. I think just because it plays more in my playlist radios, like I don't necessarily think that's my favorite song on the album. But but my number two song, the one that was not by Wallows, is Maple Syrup by the Backseat Lovers, which I thought that would be my number one, actually. And it's not. Wow. So somehow Marvelous snuck in there. Okay, but Marvelous. I want the data of the number of times I listened to all these songs. Yeah. Would love to Anyway. Have that. Oh, my top genre was indie pop. It does tell me. So oh, okay. Perfect. I was right. Yeah, it was indie pop. Yeah. So those are my top songs. Not super interesting, but definitely telling of what I listened to this year. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I mean, mine, <laughs> mine are all Harry Styles and Taylor Swift. Same so, vibe. <laughs> yeah. Two different albums. So uh, starting from number five, we have Keep Driving by Harry Styles. Number four, Daylight by Harry Styles. Number three, Antihero by Taylor Swift. Number two, Karma by Taylor Swift. Number one, As It Was by Harry Styles. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's not much to explain. That's just, these were my favorite songs from those albums. Right. And I listened to them on repeat. And Karma and Antihero I had in a playlist that was just those songs alternating for like an hour for my long runs when I was training. What? Yeah. That was like in October when I was really training, like running the four mile, five mile runs. And I would just listen to that. And that's when I, I started, I didn't get tired of it, but I was like, okay, this feels a little psychotic. So that's when I started listening more to Young the Giant. And yeah. I got really, because like those songs are just so good for running. Yeah. So. No, you have always intrigued me with what you listen to when you run because I'm very like it's got to be hype yeah. I've got to be into it it's got to pump me up and you're just out here listening to I just hero. have to like it I just have yeah. to like it I have changed it since then my new running playlist is like it's an interesting mix mm-hmm. um it's there's more diversity for sure good yeah but you can only do that for so long you I can think. only listen to karma and antihero for so long on repeat while running it's a, the ancient proverb yeah yeah right um, but yeah, that's all she wrote. Moving on. Okay. So artists, let's tie this in with our predictions. So let's do predictions. Let's talk about our predictions from last year first. Okay. And then let's talk about what actually happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go for it. All right. So my predictions for last year, I had five of them. I had Doja Cat, Dayglow, Wallows, Bad Sons, and then a new artist because this happens to me every year. I discover a new artist. I fixate on them, listen to all their songs because I haven't heard them yet. So they're new. So I don't get tired of them. <laughs> so I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, 
So Doja Cat surprisingly is not on my top five. Dang. And I like, I didn't listen to her last year as much as I did yeah. the year before. So like that makes sense. I still am obsessed with her and love her. Um, but she didn't come up with a new album, right? It was no. 2021. So yeah. I didn't have anything like new to fixate on. That makes sense. Dayglow, which always pops up in my end of year. And I never feel like I've listened to that much Dayglow, but here we are. And they were number five on my top artists this year. So I was correct about that prediction. Wow. Wallows, I was correct. It was number one because I listened to their old stuff, but they also came out with a new album. So it was like double whammy in terms of Wallows. Um, I guessed Bad Sons. And they did not show up on any of my top artists, which is fair. I don't think I listened to them that much. But the other two is Hippocampus and Coin mm-hmm. were my other two top artists, which are two other like alt indie bands, whatever, that I have really liked for a while. And I listened to both of both of them came out with new albums and I was like yep. just on repeat. Yep. So that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Let's talk about new artists. So as previously mentioned in top songs, Maple Syrup is by this this band, The Backseat Lovers. And I just... I wish you could see the look on Lindsay's face right uh, like, now. Okay. I love when she talks about you might things know she the gets song excited about. Kilby Girl, because like that started to pop off on TikTok. Can you give a little snippet of no. that for the people? And no. I started seeing like people posting me like, oh, this song is so good. Like the backseat lovers are so good. And I was like, okay, like whatever. Like, so because I knew Kilby Girl and then I started listening to Maple Syrup, I was like, oh, these two songs are very good. And you know when you like recognize an album cover and you're like, oh, like that, like, I, I know the other song on this album because you see the album cover on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened. I was like, oh, it's from the same album as the other song, Kill Be Girl, that I know. So then I was like, why don't I just listen to the album? And I was like, all right, cool. This is phenomenal. This is perfect. So I kept listening to it literally over and over again. Mm-hmm. Come to find out they were finally, because that album was 2019, they were finally releasing a new album in October. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to them for like a few months with that album. And then the new album com- comes out and so I'm able to like listen to this whole other album just on repeat. And it, at first I listened to it and I was like, okay, like it's good. But then I listened to it again and then again and again and again. And then I was <laughs> like, oh, like this absolutely freaking slaps. So two albums that I found out about this year and the Backseat Lovers are just currently my favorite band and I'm obsessed with them. Lindsay so, got me into them too. I really like them as well. It's so... It's so good. It's like, I feel like for me, it's like such a good mix of like, the lyrics are like very good in my opinion on top of like, just like the vibe that you feel. Yeah. And it's not like hype. Like most of my music I feel like is pretty upbeat. It's like not all of it is upbeat, but there's like moments of it being upbeat. Yeah. But then it's also like, just like chill guitar, but it makes you like really appreciate the artistry of like the instruments i feel like yeah like and then simple there's piano. but simple but effective yes yeah and it like because there's not that much going on that like you really notice the guitar and you're like oh like that's really impressive like guitar playing or yeah. like in the newest album there's like bits and pieces of piano mm-hmm. but it's like so overstated that you're just like oh that's like very impressive piano and like i don't know i just love when music has instruments and not just like sounds so i just thought like i just really like the album so if you're looking for yeah. a new album to listen to the Backseat Lovers new album. What was it called? Oh my god. No, I'm like completely know. forgetting what it's called. Yeah, me too. Let me look it up. Why do I want to say something piano? over? Oh, waiting to spill. Waiting to spill. Piano. piano. <laughs> it's literally in my top. So my top um 
you know when you open Spotify and there's like six things that are recommended? Yeah. The first one is Elevator Days, which is their like original EP that has like five songs. Mm -hmm. The second one is their album Waiting to Spill. The third one is Chill Mix, my personal chill mix, which we'll circle back to the main for you. We will circle Feel Good Indie Rock is the playlist that literally describes my music taste. Yeah. So if you're wondering my music taste, listen to the playlist Feel Good Indie Rock, and that's it in a nutshell. The Backseat Lovers Mix and Driving Mix, which is another made for you that absolutely slays, <laughs> that you don't have access to because it's my driving mix. But anyway, um, so yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know why I was talking about that. Basically, I really like the Backseat Lovers, and I wish they were my number one. I love Wallows, too. Yeah. But, like, but that was... they just hit different this year. They hit yeah. different for me at the end of the year, and it was just, like, wow. And I feel like it'll just be, like, a more long, drawn-out yeah. thing. So, yeah. that's that. Anyway, that's my top songs and my top artists, and Your in comparison to my predictions from last year. Yeah. So, go for it. Your turn. Okay. Um, my predictions for my top artists were... Taylor Swift. Um, so obviously I got that right. I also predicted Claro was wrong about that. Soundtrack, I thought there'd be like a soundtrack I'd get really into. Was completely wrong about that. There was none. Um, Phoebe Bridgers, I thought would be there. She was not. I said Wild Card. I think I was like, I don't know. There'll probably be an artist I've never heard of right now that is on there. And that is true. I would say that's true of Samia, who I got really into this past year. Um... I don't really have much more to say about it. I really like her music and I would recommend it. And I also said, you know what? Why not just think that maybe this will be the year I learn every Billy Joel song. So I said, maybe my top artists will include Billy Joel. It does not. It does not. So actually my top artists were Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, Young the Giant, Samia, and Wallows. Wallows was also because I went to both of those concerts and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like their music enough. I more specifically liked their like second to last album that they released, but I liked the new one okay too. Um, and Young the Giant, obviously I mentioned I got really into them when I was running a lot. And I still, I really like the album that they put out this year and I'm excited to see them in Richmond when they come in the summer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I really like them. That... I mean, that kind of covers my predictions. I, I am a little sad that Claro didn't make it. I wish I had listened. I, I don't know. It's, like, f- hilarious to me because Bags is still, when I go to my on-repeat playlist, like, it's always there. Yeah. Like, I'm always going to keep listening to that song. I'm telling you, it's the albums. Yeah. Because the albums, it's, like, they solidify. Bags ten times. It's the same as <laughs> listening to the Taylor Swift album one time. I know. Yeah. So, it's just, like, it's never going to happen for, like, those single songs. I know. It's only going to... And especially, like... I mean, I, I didn't used to listen to albums that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to be, like, a songs only into playlist type situation. So my, like, artists were always, like, honestly, like, I was like, oh, that's interesting that I listen to those songs yeah. the most. Now I'm like, no, I can tell you the five artists I listen to the most. Or, like, maybe top ten, you know? Because yeah. I listen to the album. So it's like, if I listen to the, like, it's gonna, that's just how it's gonna go. Yeah. But. I'm trying this year to be, I mean, not, not like, trying to be different, but I'm like, I want to listen to smaller artists mm-hmm. more because I, I want to support them. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I've found some really good ones lately that I hope end up on my yeah. 2022, which leads us into I was gonna say, our predictions because I don't think there's anything else. I didn't else. think about it at all. And I just like a minute oh, ago, I was no. like, oh my God, I have to make predictions. Now I'm panicking, but it doesn't actually don't matter. Don't panic. So yeah, it doesn't whatever. matter. Um, it's the opposite yeah, of something that matters. You can go first though. Okay. Um, 
I actually don't know if Taylor will be there this year. Actually, that's a lie. She will probably be there. I don't know if she'll be number one, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say she'll be on there. Um, I have been listening a lot lately to this newer artist named C Rose. They had like a really popular song on TikTok that they recently released to Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very like folksy, kind of reminds me of um, Phoebe Bridgers a little bit. Um, but he's really good. I, I like his music a lot. Um, Medium Build is another band I've been listening to lately a lot. I'm going to try to see them in March um, in DC. And they're also really good. They remind me of, what do they remind me of? They kind of remind me of like Noah Khan, but like less folksy and more mm-hmm. indie kind mm-hmm. of. Um, but they're so good. They're so good. They have like one of my favorite songs right now that I've been listening to a lot. It's called... Oh, shoot. It's so difficult for me to remember things when I try to recall them. <laughs> what is it called? Oh, it's called I Never Learned to Dance. It's really good. Um, so I think Medium Build will probably be there. I think Boy Genius will be there because they're releasing an album and I might see them in concert too. Um, Boy Genius is... I think I talked about them recently, but it's Lucy Dacus, Phoebe Bridgers, and Julian Baker. And their little band. It's so cute and precious and I love them. And... I think that was five, but I'll just, I'll add, I think Samia probably, although I didn't like her new album as much as I liked her other album. So I don't know. Okay. Wait, actually I want to add another one. I've been listening a lot to the last of us soundtrack, like from the video game. Mm. And I've also been listening to my focus mix on Spotify, which Mm -hmm. is like the no words thing. And I've already seen like a lot of those songs are ending up on my on repeat. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm going to like mess this up. And it's going to be some random song that I actually yeah. don't really like that much. But whatever. Um, so, yeah, well, probably some random soundtrack song is going to make it there or The Last of Us. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Did you um, have enough time to think? Did no. I stall enough? OK, sorry. But it's OK. I'll <laughs> just like full send and go for it. Yeah. So the problem is it truly just depends who releases an album. Yeah. I confidently will say the backseat lovers yeah and if not i'll be a little bit confused um (laughs) but either way whatever um honestly young the giant could make a resurgence because i do love all their albums that was like the album i listened to freshman year like just laying in bed i like listen to music before i go to bed i used to like with my ear pods my ear pods (laughs) my ear earbuds sorry that's what they're called right because i didn't have because it was freshman year i don't think i had airpods yet they didn't exist yet no so that just like listening to them like makes me just kind of like nostalgic it's like oh like living in a dorm like whatever it just like always reminds me of that but Mm -hmm. i really like a bunch of their albums so i could really see myself doing that and especially because we're going to see them in the Mm -hmm. summertime so i could see myself like you know um so i'll say young the giant backseat lovers potentially wallows but I'm not sure because, like, I feel like I may have, like, I listened to their album so much. I'm kind of like, I could listen to them here and there, but I don't think it'll be, like, on repeat again and again. Yeah. So, like, a potential Wallows. Definitely going to throw in a wild card. Like, there will be a band <laughs> I get obsessed with. Um, and then, honestly, for number five, like, I don't know. Yeah. Quinn92 released a new album. And I listened to it, like, once. It's, like, fine so far. I'm not, like, obsessed with it. But, again, mm-hmm. I could listen to it over and over again and get super into it. So sure, I'll just take Quinn ninety two. Like okay. whatever. I like his music. So we'll go with that and next time we'll be like, oh you're a freaking dumb idiot like that. Right. Right. Because that's, that's what, how I talk to myself. Yeah. It, that podcast. actually is that's your yeah. self talk. So that's right. good. 
Um, okay, so do you want to talk about the made for you mixes? How, just for a moment. How long? It's been an hour. Okay. <laughs> I, it's like what we can just give some examples of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you just wanted to listen to us talk about Spotify Wrapped, then thank you for listening to our podcast. Yes, I thank know you. it's been a long one, but thanks for buckling in <laughs> and thanks for just indulging us. Um, if you are interested in hearing more about our personal made-for-you mixes that Spotify has come out with, please feel free to stick around and continue listening. But otherwise, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> All right, moving right along. So if you are on Spotify, you might know Spotify makes personalized playlists just for you. And they have recently gotten more and more unhinged. Mm-hmm. Like it used to be daily mix one, two, three, four, and five. Like there were like five different daily mixes you could listen to that were all curated based on a specific vibe. My daily mix one always hits. It's like indie music that I love. Mm-hmm. So that one would be like what I would listen to. Then they started coming out with like, driving mix, relaxing mix, chill mix. And I was like, okay, sure. Like, that's cool. Like driving music is a little bit more like upbeat, like chill music, you know, Mac Miller and SZA and stuff. Um, (laughs) if you go on Spotify and I seriously, if you're listening right now on your, like on your phone, please go on Spotify and search in the search bar, search made for you, press enter and scroll through all the playlists. They all have the same little like logo as the playlist. It's like, I don't even know what it is, like shapes. And there's green ones, blue ones, and red ones. And oh wait, there's a bunch of different colors. Never mind. But if you just scroll through the names of them, they are hilarious. Brianna, can you just pick like a few of yours to read out that are funny? Yeah, I would not mind that at all. Actually, let's start with the hinged ones. Can the you hinged find like ones? the hinged ones? Yeah. Um, anti-anxiety mix. I have that one too. I have sure. I have late night mix. Late night mix. Sure. Um well, so here's where it just Driving starts to mix. mine already starts to just like not okay. be which core mix. Okay, I have that. Yeah. Um Yeah. You know what else I have? What? Pirate mix. Pirate mix, yes. Bubble Essential. grunge mix. Um, spooky forest mix. Dog's water mix. Sad Missouri. Like, I don't even know what that could possibly mean. Okay, let's stop spoiling it because I don't want to ruin all of them because we yeah. have a lot of the same ones. So I'm wondering if they have just the same names for everybody. Okay, but, but can I just say this one? Yep. Pirate metal shanty mix. Yeah, like what? Why are they? They're so obsessed with pirates. It's like, yeah. Is that just because of the pirate music that went viral on TikTok a few years ago? Like, that's ancient history now. Yeah. Feels weird. Feels no, like so trying to be but relevant. I mean, it's cute, though. I yeah. love looking at them because I'm like, what could possibly be in this? <laughs> well, it's funny because it's like a weird mix of like, some of them like driving mix, chill mix. Ones like that, you click on it and it's like songs you like and listen to. I'm like, oh, this is a great mix to listen to. Mm-hmm. Pirate mix, you click on it and it's like, I, I haven't liked any of the songs. I don't know <laughs> a single one of these songs. Like why? So it's like, if you're looking to get out of your shell a bit, yeah, go for it. And there's also a lot of good made for you ones that are good. Like, yeah. like I've already mentioned. Um, but it's just so, it's so funny. When I found those, I was like, literally, where did these come from and why did they come from? Like, it's just so interesting. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add about Spotify or anything we've discussed so far? No, just that I'm looking forward to another year of music. And it's so interesting talking to you about the way you listen to music and how we're so different about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I always love that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this long episode. It was very fun. I actually really enjoyed recording this episode. Good. Um, I wasn't sure how it would go. Yeah. And like, I don't know, talking about all the stuff at the beginning was like very fun. So every time we're like, oh, well, if we keep recording, it'll be shorter. And like every time it's 30 minutes. So we'll just have long intros and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And I feel like it makes it more like a FaceTime, honestly. And like people can know like what we're doing in our lives, which I feel like is kind of the point of this podcast anyway, because it's like mostly family members and friends. So Mm -hmm. anyway, maybe I should even add like the, the tone, like the, the FaceTime tone before we do our intro as a little, no? If you want to do that, you could do that. We could test it out and see uh, if, yeah. if it's dumb, it's we dumb. We can beta test it. Yeah. Yeah, beta um, test. We'll give it to a focus group. Yeah. The focus group is us. Yeah. So anyway, I enjoyed this episode. I hope you did too, learning about our different Spotify habits. Sorry that it's almost March and we're just now coming out with this episode, but also not sorry because no, no. who cares? You know? Um... But yeah, I'm excited to see our predictions, how they stack up for next year. Yeah. And I will screenshot my results this year. Perfect. And I'm sure that we'll post another episode because this is honestly a really fun tradition. So yeah. maybe there will be some other traditions that we can start, like the Goodreads ever, like over the year. That'll yeah. be a fun one to do again. Super fun. Um, but yeah, I am not done talking yet. Hold on. Oh, okay. You sure. have to follow us on Instagram at Gone with the Windies. <laughs> this command. We have an email to... account, okay. Gone with the Windies at <laughs> gmail.com if you want to send us a message. If you want to give us a rating and review on the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify, that would be greatly appreciated. And I think that's all. I think that's all to plug. I hope, hope you were happily, happily gone, gone with, with the Windies. windies.